Hello, and welcome to the Farm Story Podcast. I'm Anna Helmer, and I'm your farmer and storyteller. And I'm not a very good sound file editor, but unfortunately, I'm also your sound file editor at this time. So this really is not the first podcast. This is like the 1200th podcast, but it's possibly the first one that you're actually going to get to hear. The other ones have been butchered and affected and all these things have been done to it and now they sound terrible and so due to my editing skills you know I have this friend who is a big supporter of this podcast and she said you know you're gonna need an editor and I was like oh come on I don't need an editor I know where the commas go okay I don't need I don't need an editor and then I recorded my first little session here and OMG I need an editor I need a sound file editor this is really a lot of work I'm a farmer I can barely read I'm certainly not going to be able to manage an audacity file and make it all perfect and everything so uh, this is farm story the resentful bitter edition no it's not at all. It's the first farm story that you get to hear. Uh, Last week's was about customer service, but what happened last week is that it turned out I needed uh, to write an article for Country Life in BC, which is my regular gig. I write like 650 words for this local farming publication. Love doing it. And for some reason, I thought I had December off. I thought that they skipped a month during the year so I was being all super casual and not writing and then I thought I'll just email the editor and to see just to make sure that I don't have to do anything for tomorrow for the next day she's like no 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 rest for the wicked and no rest for you either which was super nice of her so well put and yet I had to quickly write something so I used a lot of the material that I had for last week's customer service podcast which was obviously really good, really hard-hitting, tons of very good material, very well-prepared and organized and barely needed any editing editing, editing at all, um, but was uh, self-plagiarized, if there's such a thing. I don't think there is in this case because it was not published and not written down and it was all me, so not plagiarizing. Okay. And customer service, just just a way lay you there. It is a farming topic because if you're not selling, if you're a farmer and you're not selling to a customer, then what the heck? Have you got a guaranteed sale? Do I need to know about this? If you're, well, I guess it happens quite a bit actually now that I think about it. How much feedback do you as a customer have for the farmer? making your food unless you're a farmer's market or getting a a weekly harvest box or something you don't have very much to say about it you just can't you cannot buy it I guess and that would send a message but I don't know I don't think they're getting the message (laughs) doesn't look like they're getting the message anywho it's not meant to be farm story bitter resentful gotta remember that it's farm story the podcast It's stories about my family farm, and that's my area of expertise. 
this 76 acre organic potato farm that I work with my family, my parents, my sisters, and quite a few friends, especially pre-COVID. Um, and I'm hoping that these stories are entertaining enough and perhaps whimsical that you're distracted from the fact that I'm making wild, unsubstantiated forays into heavy criticism of the mainstream food and farming industry. I don't know tons about it, but I know that there's problems. And I don't mind pointing them out. And I hope that you listen and then you think, oh my, I wonder if there is a better potato for for my plate. And you know what, you, you'd be right, there is actually a better potato for your plate. Potatoes are should not just be a throwaway starch. They're not pasta or rice. There's a lot more to potatoes. And you could actually live on potatoes. You would need some vitamin D. So if you were to eat your potatoes in the sun, perhaps while eating cheese, you would then be able to live. But they have protein and fiber, all kinds of B vitamins. I don't know what all. I'm not a scientist. I have an English literature degree. Actually, that's fairly specific. I have a BA, and I think it was in English literature, but I don't actually remember the major. Pretty sure it was literature. Might have been, like, Canadian literature, specifically. But I digress. This could be called Farm Story, but I digress. And you'll soon find out why. I probably don't need to explain that. Customer service. I, well, you know what? Customer service was the only skill I arrived with as an adult farmer when I came back to the farm. I'd been in the food service industry for a long time, so I knew, and the frontline food service industry, so I definitely knew how to sell food to people. And I was pretty good at tracking inventory and doing stock and order sheets and things like that, which turned out to be very useful for the farm because we sold, have been selling our product for the last 20, 25 years at farmer's markets. So that was pretty good. I do have friends up here when their kids, when their adult children wanted to come back to the farm, they had to arrive with tens of thousands of dollars to invest and a business plan justifying their existence on the farm. That was not something I faced, thank goodness. Anyways, this podcast is not meant to be about customer service. That was so last week, and I'm over it. Am I, though? Because customer service is awfully important, and I do enjoy that aspect of it. And frankly, that is where the money's coming from. So I don't like to just run over it or run away from it or anything. But I think I will just leave it right now. I definitely exhausted the topic last week between a podcast and an article. So I'm going to move on. And I think this initial podcast should be about potatoes. Just so we're all clear on the importance of potatoes and what potatoes we grow on the farm because that's an important baseline. So I'll just run through the 10 varieties of potatoes that we grew this year, a little fascinating hit on each one. 
And this is all very useful information because sometimes somebody might ask you, what should I do with, let's say, a fingerling variety? And you can say, well, what type of fingerling? Because there's more than one. And you can say, oh, the Larat fingerling, that's a nutty sort of a potato, as opposed to buttery, which is more of the Sieglinda style. And the Larat are very firm and gourmet, and you can really feel the quality when you cut into one of those. And you can say, well, and also fingerling doesn't necessarily refer to a variety. It's more of a shape or a size because you could have a Sieglinda fingerling, for example, and that just means the smaller potatoes, which is just leading me down this paved 16,000 lane highway to what is a new potato or a nugget potato. Neither of those terms are varieties. There's not a variety called nugget. Now this is going to set you, this knowledge, this little, let's call it a nugget of information, is going to set you apart from everybody else in the world. There's two types of people, people that know what a nugget potato means and people that think it's a variety name. And now you get to be the ones that know what nugget means, and it just means size, it just means a certain size. I can't remember right off the top of my head the exact numbers, but let's say it's two ounces, something like that, a two ounce size, and it will fit through, um, it's no bigger than two and a half inches across. Okay, that's a nugget. Golf ball, think golf ball. It is not a variety, there's no nugget variety. Neither, and here's another gem for you, sock it away, is a new potato. New is also not a variety. New means freshly dug. So you can, you can plant a russet, let's say, which is a very late season variety. They don't turn into those enormous boats size that you see in the grocery stores until much later. Like you would plant them in, let's say, May and harvest them in October and they're big like that, like the size of a, I don't know, what's that, a size five foot something, adult foot, woman's size. They're big. They're really big. And sometimes they're wrapped in foil. I don't think they come out of the ground wrapped in foil. Certainly not on an organic farm. Possibly that's a conventional chemical addition. I'm not sure. You'd have to ask. But not on the organic farms. And But the point being, you could actually dig those russets up in July, say, and they're just nugget size. Now we know what that is. And those could be new potatoes. Their skins are sort of flaky. And they, <clears throat> I mean, being a russet, they're going to fall apart if you boil them. But they're still new. It doesn't matter. So here in North America, we have been bad potato people. And we have turned new and nugget into variety names. And also red is not a variety name. Red, get ready for this. Hope you're sitting down. Red is a color. It refers to the color of the skin. It's not. Refer There's no variety called red potato. It just seems that we've dumbed things down. I know this is hard to believe in North America at this time, but it's true. I'm afraid that we have dumbed things down for the consumer. 
And so now we have these, as I said, red potatoes, and people now ask for red potatoes. And we also have white potatoes, which if you're following along, you'll know that too is a color, not a variety. And the aforementioned russet is also a general term referring to the russeted brown skin. It's a descriptor for the potatoes. Again, not a variety. And then some of the super exotic stores, like the someplace specials, they have also a yellow variety. And now you know that also is a color. And sometimes we have Yukon Gold. That sometimes gets actually named in the grocery stores. So that is fancy, super fancy. Oh, in other places in the world, and I'm thinking of you, Australia, the potatoes are named. Like they're actual proper names in the grocery store, like at an IGA or something. You'll find the Desiree and the Huckleberry Blue and a White Rose and all these amazing names they don't say red potato 199 a pound they call it what it is there's a pontiac that is a chieftain those are red potatoes red lasoda is a red potato so i just love visiting those places where they actually have a name we name them all at market and i've always been quite scornful Okay, frankly, scornful of people who call them red and white and all that sort of thing, but snobby, very snobby of me, I know. But since COVID, I have to say, I've been calling things red potato and white potato and nugget potato. <laughs> COVID has just changed things. Oh, my word. I called the Sieglinda yellows the other day. The Sieglinda are like the most famous, the tastiest, the most amazing potato we've ever grown. They're just phenomenal. And yesterday I called them yellow because that's what the person wanted to hear and that's what they knew and they were new and I don't know, it just happened naturally. I can't figure it out. Whoa, talk about customer service. Look at me bringing it full circle back to last week's topic. Oh, there, digressing. Now, did I digress from this week's topic? to get back to customer service or did I digress? Oh, let's stay out of the existential digression arguments. We were talking about customer service and potato varieties and customer service being that customer service is not necessarily education. So I guess I don't always need to be educating the customers when they come. They don't necessarily want to be educated, right? Like I bought something at a stall yesterday at market and I just bought it and the guy just started talking to me about the product and like I actually don't want to talk about it I spent the money on it I'm not at all sure what it is it's some sort of vegan thing and I thought of somebody that I would like to give it to and I just thought I'll get that but I didn't actually want to hear about it and he just started going on about it like that wasn't very good customer service I'm not going to probably go back and get more for lots of reasons (laughs) but that was one of them and that, yeah, so maybe that's why I decided just to go with the yellow thing. Do you have yellow potatoes? Yep, here are the yellow potatoes. Okay, I was going to list all the potatoes that we grow, but I might spare you that for now because that is definitely something to look forward to. 
and I can spend hours talking about each variety and going into detail about how they grow and what they taste like and their best their cooking points who likes what which celebrity likes which variety huh how about that however I will spare you that there's so many fun things to talk about on this podcast we're going to talk about not this episode of course but in this podcast the farm story podcast we're going to talk about organics and how that all works the organic certification process and biodynamics the woo-woo of organics we can talk about professional development we can talk about working with family farm fashion that'll be a big one tune in for that we'll have some special guests Um, Some of my people that work on the farm are interested in having a talk. We'll see what they have to say. You may not realize this, but it is totally unscripted. I don't have anything written down, and they won't either. So it'll just be, you know, a spontaneous conversation. I think there's a few points they'd like to make, and look forward to that. Um... I'm going to be working on a musical introduction. I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but I do have a few instruments here and I think I know how to play them and see what I can come up with there. That will also require sound editing skills that are at this time non-existent. So that might be a limiting factor. So thanks for tuning in on the first one. The first, well, the 500th or something Farm Story podcast, but the first one that you get to listen to. Thank you for listening. This is Anna Helmer signing off from Pemberton, where she has spent most of the day inside for the first time since possibly February of this year. Bye for now.